Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. And with today's episode, we're teaming with PRC. This podcast is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. She has been on the show, I believe this is her third time. Nita McGee, Mm -hmm. welcome back to the show. Thank you. I, I joined, I wanted you to join our show today because we're going to talk about a really important topic in patient care and it's managing expectations. Um, before I jump into that line of questioning, I just want to remind listeners that Dr. McGee is a mental health nurse practitioner with the GV Sunny Montgomery VA Medical Center, and that's in Jackson, Mississippi. She's been there for 26 years with more than 30 total years of healthcare experience. Um, And she's also been teaching at the University of Phoenix for 20 years, teaching nursing and healthcare administrative programs. As you can tell, she is a wealth of information and knowledge, um, both in the sense of patient care and administration. So I'm super excited to have her back on the podcast. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to add to your um, biography there? Um, No, the only thing different is since the last time that I was here is that now I work with a substance abuse residential treatment program, still with the VA, but everything else is the same. I'll open up this line of discussion by just asking you, why are we here today? Why is managing patients' expectations important? Okay, well, we're here today because we know we're talking about access to care and we're talking about patient experience and patient expectations. And managing their expectations is important because for me, I know that it lays the framework for our being able to establish that rapport and that patient provider relationship that we kind of, you know, build on. So starting out in a manner um, with addressing their their expectations, it gives us the opportunity to build that trust and hopefully give us that positive experience for them and the patient. The way we we manage those expectations, it impacts their belief on what we can do, what we can offer them. And if they're unmet, everybody is negatively impacted from the patient to the provider to the organization. That is so true. So what happens, what are the consequences when we fail to effectively manage the expectations of patients and their loved ones? When we fail to, um, the way a patient evaluates their encounters with us is they they tend to sometimes make reference to uh, what they expect from us. And unless we listen to what those expectations are, we'll fail them so quickly. We'll start out with a failing relationship. So we got to know that what we're including is them in the discussion, that we uh, may not always have the information that's needed, but we can reassure them that we're trying to give them the best level of care that we can and that that patient satisfaction won't be impacted because one of the failures of us not managing it is that dissatisfaction of the patient. They may not adhere to whatever treatment we uh, give them. They may leave our office and trash that piece of paper that we gave them. But following our recommendations and listening to what we have to say uh, starts with us not failing them. And if we fail to, to manage their expectations, that trust and lasting relationship I mentioned a moment ago is, is gone. So it, it, it's sometimes not even developed and they won't come back to a visit. 
And one of the reasons I love interviewing you is because of how much you knowledge you bring to the table on communication. So I want to know how can we as healthcare providers go about communicating realistic goals with patients? And and when we when we meet with a patient, and I can say for me, whether it's the patients and in a lot of cases, for me, it's family members, but we should start off by asking them, what are you looking for? What are you expecting? This one simple question can set that foundation that I've I've talked about a couple of times in the last minute about that rapport and building that understanding. Because if they come in with those unrealistic expectations, we can address those. And I'm not going to say set the record straight, but we can kind of give them the information to change their mindset and hopefully early on in that patient-provider relationship, giving them that information helps them make that informed choice. And for you all who um, who are not new to healthcare or maybe new, the Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality offers a tool that supports shared decision-making. And with that shared decision-making, we can impact both our practice and what the patients think about their expectations. So you're looking at working with them, offering them the best choices, letting them know that the choices are made on evidence-based information, and that that's your professional opinion. You don't want them to think that's the only option, but you want them to know that. So for us being aware of their expectations, it'll help us better satisfy what they're looking for, addressing those unrealistic goals, and then we can have those open and frank discussions about what they're asking for as being unrealistic. So the ingest, I said all that to say our communication strategies strategies can help minimize those unmet needs. Being at the doctor, you know, being at a hospital can cause anxiety. And maybe we don't think so clear when we have anxiety as a patient. So how can healthcare providers, doctors, nurses, whomever it may be, how can they go about managing these anxieties that patients are having? Casey, I'll start off by saying first and foremost is that we want the patient to feel like we're listening. They they may come in, they may be anxious, they may be, like you say, fidgety and, and can't can't focus. But us taking that time to listen and letting them know that their needs are being considered. That's that eye contact that we're giving them. That's maybe summarizing what they told us so we can make sure it's clear. You know, sometimes going over those options and 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 just making sure that we understand what their needs are and then informing them that you understand, listening with empathy. You know, I'm not saying that we overwhelm them with information, but a lot of times you think about it, they'll come to our appointment, they've searched the internet, they've talked to family, friends, or even the person that would refer them over and they've already came in with an idea of what they're going to expect in those services. And the moment we don't address those, they could, that anxiety may build up. So from the waiting room to coming to the back, they've already not heard anything because the first expectation that sometimes we may not even realize is they might not have got the information that they had to fill out a form when they first got to the office or they, they had a longer wait time than expected. So just simple things can start off that, that um, decreasing those anxieties. And then we just reassure them. 
So for me, it's although all patients aren't easy to work with and, and listen, but addressing those patients that seem frustrated, taking that time and just informing them of what their choices are and kind of um, letting them know what your role is in easing that anxiety. Nita McGee has been our guest on today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. She brings you know, 30 total years of healthcare experience to the table. She is a mental health nurse practitioner with the GV Sunny Montgomery VA Medical Center in Jackson, Mississippi. Nita, did you have anything else to add or are we are we good here? Uh, we're good. The only thing I do want to mention, Casey, and I can't say it enough, is that how important us being aware of our patient expectations are. As I mentioned earlier, just us being able to be a listen, but sometimes those encounters may not be the easiest people to work with, but they still deserve to be treated with respect and in a professional manner. So as long as we're doing those and we're encouraging that patient-provider relationship, I think that even when something goes wrong, that patient can trust us enough to report it to us and not call additional um whoever to report because they don't always report it to us or the organization itself but just being able to provide that good quality care and addressing their concerns up front that can stop a lot of what uh, we're doing and give them that that meaningful um, experience that they're looking for thank you again for your time today Anita I think we covered some really really important points here thank you Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation with today's episode teaming with PRC. To learn more, visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.